I'll figure out what to do. And one day, there was a garage sale two doors down from my house. And from the road, I could see they had some hedge trimmers. And they were orange and black, so I knew they were Briggs and Stratton. So I said, hey, that's a pretty good deal. It's a garage sale. I wonder how much they want for them. So I walked over there, and I said, how much do you want for these hedge trimmers? And they said, $3. Is this a big paperweight, or does this actually have a motor in it? Or said, $3, and the good news is it works. Well, let me go back to my truck and get quarters then. <laughs> I literally paid for it in quarters. That's how broke I am. But I handed her the quarters, and I was like, Woo! I took y'all on that deal. I got y'all good. Y'all don't even know what y'all just sold. So I get back to the house. I realize it doesn't have a cord. I never read a sign that said all sales were final, but it was kind of an assumption. But the good news is it took a, a, an extension cord. So if I could find an extension cord, I could plug it in, and it would still work. So I found me an extension cord, and I plugged it in. And it didn't make any noise at first. And then I pulled the little trigger there, and it still was making no noise. And I assumed, well, I got took on that deal because they sold me a big $3 paperweight. Thing ain't worked since I bought it. I wasn't able to trim my edges. They were completely ineffective. And while at one point I'm sure they were powerful, and at one point I'm sure they were effective, for me when I got them, they were worthless. I was not able to do any work with them. I wonder if that's how God views some of his children. At one point, man, they were doing good things for me. At one point, they were, they were uh, weed whacking. They were, they were witnessing. At one point, they were door knocking. At one point, they were on fire, man. But the next time he goes to hit the trigger, there's no noise. He says, hey, I'm sending you, I'm sending you somewhere. Hey, I, I'm trying to get you to a point where I want you to, to really find joy and happiness. Hey, I've got great plans for you. Hey, I've got good things for you. And he pulls the trigger and there's no action. See, these men had given uh, Barnabas and Paul, they gave them credit, but at least they showed the power of God. And at least Barnabas and Paul had to say, no, 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 this power is not of us. This power is not ours, but at least they saw the power. Let me ask you a question. When's the last time anybody accused you of being on fire for God? Or when's the last time anybody accused you of being a powerful Christian? Because I just think in our day and age, as Christianity has dumbed down with all the different infiltrations of Satan on the church of God... I just look at everybody around with this weak, this, this uh, weak, frail Christianity that I see out in this world, and I say, that cannot be taking place here. Are you a powerful Christian? These men accused Peter and Bar or Paul and Barnabas of being powerful. Secondly, I want you to notice one of the things that they noticed about how they apply, misapplied this credit, they saw their speech. Now look in verse number 12. And they called Barnabas Jupiter and Paul Mercurius because he was the chief speaker. 
I don't know about you, I would have loved to hear a sermon from Paul. And we have the opportunity to read Paul's sermons. We read one last week. We studied one last week. But I would want to hear his voice inflections. The Bible even told us last week that he beckoned them with his hand. And I would have loved to see what he was doing. All I can do is imagine it in my mind and play it out in my mind. But I'm sure that when Paul spoke, man, people listened. Have you ever heard a preacher like that that just made the whole room pay attention? Sometimes in children's church, that's a hard place to get people to pay attention. But every once in a while, a guy will come through and we'll see it. The kids just can't draw their attention away. In Bible college, we have um, a bunch of guys who work 50 and 60 hours a week. And and they actually stand up in the back of class and they fall asleep standing up. And you say, there's no way. I promise you, these dudes are like zombies in the back of Bible Doctrines 3 and they're... And they're leaning up against a wall. And we have these these guys that stand up in the back of chapel. We've got a thousand students listening to the sermon. And all along the back wall, you'll see 20 or 30 guys standing up, trying not to fall asleep. And every once in a while, there will be a preacher come through that building or come through that chapel where everybody can focus. It doesn't matter if you got two hours of sleep last night. It doesn't matter if you were maybe unintentionally streaming Netflix in your bed and didn't get enough sleep. I'm I'm not saying I ever did that. I'm just saying that it does not matter. There's some people that come through there and you just, you you, you pay attention. Dr. David Gibbs, I don't know if you've ever had the chance to hear him speak. He talks like this. I'm not making fun of him. Um, He's a, a larger fella. He's an attorney, though. And when you listen to him speak, it's literally like you're the juror. And I don't know if that's how you say that. I said it kind of rednecky, but y'all get you're the juror. Y'all, is that close, brother Adam? Help me out. Yeah. Juror, that, does that work? You feel like you're in a trial setting. And old David Gibbs, he's presenting to you the case. And he tells some of the craziest stories about monkeys ripping convertibles apart and horses that are tearing trailers apart. He just got the craziest stories. But man, everybody is glued to that guy. There's uh, other preacher, Kenny Baldwin, that come. Uh, we actually had the opportunity to listen to him preach this year at youth camp. And uh, you can ask any one of my kids, man. That guy, you just have to focus in on him because you don't know what he's going to say next. He says stuff that I would not legally be allowed to say. He's a black man, and he just says some of the funniest stuff. He talks about fried chicken and every other thing in the world. It's just hilarious listening to the guy preach. You know, he says, I tell you, I love church, and it's just awesome to listen to him preach. One of the amazing things about this story is, They assign these men these names, and they look at Paul, and they say, we're going to give you this name because of the way you speak. I want to draw your attention to a passage. Take your Bible to Matthew chapter 26. I want to submit to you today that people can tell who you identify with by the way you speak. If you ever listened to our Lord's sermons, the way he presented parables, he knew how to speak. Look in chapter 26, verse number 69. I want to draw your attention to something that really, uh, really shocked me when I read this. 
The Bible says, Now Peter sat without in the palace, and a damsel came unto him, saying, Thou also was with Jesus of Galilee. But he denied before them all, saying, I, knew, I know not what thou sayest. So we, we all understand what's going on here. This is Peter denying the Lord. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Verse 71. And when he was gone out into the porch, another maid saw him and said unto them that were, with, that were there, This fellow was also with Jesus of Nazareth. And again, he denied with an oath, I swear, I do not know the man. And after a while came unto him they that stood by and said to Peter, Surely thou also art one of them, for thy speech bereath you. The way you speak sounds exactly like him. Look at the next verse. Then began he to curse and to swear. You want to know why Peter started swearing? Because he was trying to not sound like Jesus. You want to know why he began to do what he did? It wasn't the denial part that didn't sound like Jesus. They said, Peter, we know you sound like him. You're talking like him. The way you're wording things sounds exactly like him. That was what drove Peter to curse. The Bible tells us in several different places that our speech identifies us with the Lord. Colossians chapter 4 says this, Let your speech be also with grace, seasoned with salt, that ye may know how ye ought to answer every man. In other words, we're to speak graciously, but salt burns when it goes into an open wound, does it not? Salt also heals wounds. We ought to be gracious speakers, but we ought to be able to speak the truth. The Bible says in Psalm chapter 19, verse 14, the psalmist says, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. These men knew immediately from the day they met Barnabas and from the day they met Paul, these men were Christians. They knew Christ, they were powerful, and they spoke with authority. Can I ask you, does the way you speak sound like Christ? I mean, do people understand that when you speak, I mean, does a King James word ever slip out? I mean, you're, hey, honey, per adventure we go to Arby's. It oughta. I don't know about you, I, I love the way the King James speaks. And every once in a while, wouldn't it be funny if we were, kids, now get us back here. That's how our speech ought to be. We ought to sound like Jesus. We ought to be gracious to people. Aren't we the ones that are always the... Don't we have the sharpest tongue? I can't believe she's wearing that. I wonder what the woman that was laying at Jesus' feet and everybody had stones in their hand, I wonder what she was dressed like. I don't know, but I know she was a sinful woman. I know that Christ said, Let him who is perfect cast the first stone. I wonder if we were just a little bit more gracious, if people might acknowledge the fact that we were like Christ. And I love the fact that Paul and Barnabas had to say this, no, we're not God, we just act like him. 
We are to point people to God, but we are never to become God. But wouldn't it be good if people confused us because we acted just like him? I, I, I want that for you. I want that for this church. Thirdly, I want to move on and we're done. I want you to notice a muzzled ceremony. And what takes place in our scripture is because these men uh, believed that Barnabas and Paul were not sent by God or were not uh, 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 messengers of God, they truly believed that they were God and they truly believed that they had come in men's flesh to be among them, that they started to conduct a ceremony. They began to gather items for worship. Because of Paul and Barnabas' presence in their life, it immediately wanted them, made them want to worship. I want you to notice, first of all, this. A cry in their fellowship. Verse 14 of our original text in Acts chapter 14. The Bible says, "...which when the apostles, Barnabas and Paul, heard of..." In other words, when word got back to them they were having this ceremony, "...they rent their clothes." And ran in among the people, crying out and saying, Sirs, why do ye these things? We also are men of like passions with you. In other words, they ran into the service. And, and, and I don't know, apparently their security team wasn't very good because Paul and Barnabas had the opportunity to just run in the service and stop everything. Few, uh, maybe a few months ago now, we were having our uh, meeting with the youth department. And maybe it was our third week in the new building with our new room. And uh, we were having a good time. We, always had, we usually have a game somewhere in the service. And then we have at least 20 minutes of preaching, usually about 25 minutes of preaching. And, and we, we were in the transition of the game. I believe I had just called Brother Luke and Miss Sarah to come have a competition because when when Brother Luke and Miss Sarah battle against each other, it usually ends poorly for one of them. Usually Brother Luke wins and Miss Sarah goes away very angry at that fact. And so that's what's taking place. And the kids were loving it. We're having a good old time. Out of nowhere, and I mean out of nowhere, this woman I have never seen in my life comes in the back door and we're in the middle of our service and she says, I just want to pass these out. I just want to give one of these to you and to you and to you and to you and to you. And I'm like, what? And honestly, this is what I thought. Luke, did you set this up? Didn't I say that? I looked at Luke and I go, Luke, did you do this? Because I could not believe what was going on. And I go, ma'am, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. I was so shocked. And my wife is so much better at life than me. My wife gets up and she's like, here, ma'am, let me help you out. And she asks, do you know Jesus is your Lord and Savior? No, <laughs> no I'm just kidding. But. But Amy literally grabbed her by the shoulder and was like, let me help you out, and took her out of the room. The funniest thing, though, was Preston. 
I don't know what Preston was doing in the youth department three months ago because he's in college, but okay. And Preston goes, everybody, I just want to give a big hand clap to Chris Dyer and Ashley Brown. <laughs> the whole youth department loses it. And Ashley, apparently, that was like the first time in like three years you'd ever even come and sat in service because you, 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 that was like the first time you had not been out there. And it was just the strangest thing. It was awkward. It interrupted. That's what's going on in the Bible. Literally, they're about to sacrifice animals to these new gods. And the gods come through the back door and say, what are you doing? I want you to notice how they point away from themselves and point to God. Let me ask you, what's the reason you serve at this church? Because I hope it's not for this. What's the reason you go get kids on a bus route? And I'm not saying that you bus route workers get any credit. I'm just saying, have you ever gotten one of these? I hope that's not the reason you serve. I hope the reason you serve is because you know there's a God in heaven that loves the people that you're ministering to. Whether you're a Sunday school teacher who teaches an adult class or whether you are a, a, a nursery worker who teaches kids that can't even speak the English language, at the end of the day, you ought to do what you do because you know God loves them. And if you're having to control brats so that mommy and daddy can hear a presentation of the gospel for the very first time, then that is worth it. And if you're able to take the Bible and show somebody that Jesus loves them, and though, even though they were a sinner, Christ died for them, and if you're able to do that, I, I hope that you're not doing it so that you can stand up here next to them. I hope you're doing it because you know there's eternity after this life. What's the reason you serve? I hear this all the time. Hide him behind the cross. You know, I want to say this tonight. I'm tired of people hiding behind the cross. You know why I say that? Because we ought to be people at the bottom of the cross, pointing people to it. We ought to be at the bottom of the cross, at the foot of the cross, saying, Hey, look at my Savior! And yet we do hide behind the cross, not in the metaphorical sense that people talk about it in. We hide behind the cross. We ought to be like the people on the runway, this way, this way, that way, that way. Look at my Savior. The Bible says, if I be lift up, I will draw all men unto me. Are you lifting Christ up in your life? Are we pointing people to God? but not trying to become God. The goal, the primary reason for this church, the mission statement of this church, the only reason we are in existence, the primary goal is to reach people with the gospel. I'm glad we have ice cream socials. I'm glad that we can pray for one another. But when it boils down to it, we are the only plan of evangelism in the New Testament. Christ will be witnessed to the nations by us. I think we ought to stop hiding behind the cross.